These guys really know how to stretch a dumb idea into a fun, engaging, and hilarious series. Listening to the hosts as they watch and review the same movie every week for 52 weeks and descend into hopelessness and desperation is wildly entertaining. Best enjoyed from the second-hand safety of never having watched the film at all. There's more. The worst idea of all time podcast is high concept, hilarious, and occasionally profound. A must listen. Insanity shouldn't be this funny, but it is. Five stars. Thank you, LBW2112. Much appreciated. What a lovely review. (laughs) It's so grandiose. Yeah. Felt like I was in an infomercial listening to you read that. <laughs> that was my voice. That was my commercial voice. You got a good commercial voice. Thanks. We should try and get right. voice work off the back of this. I got voice work the other day for a drink driving campaign. What are you going to say? Can you talk about this legally? Yeah, I hope so. I haven't signed anything. So <laughs> that's usually a good indication I can do whatever the fuck I want. Well, you're bad to the bone. Hey, welcome along to the worst idea of all time. The baddest idea of the worst bones of all time. We're so bad. It's good to be here. It's strange to be here. I almost threw up when I woke up, and then I got in the shower, and then I almost threw up again. Tim, Tim Beck got blackout drunk last <laughs> night, and he is in a weird place. It was real accidental, too. I didn't see it coming. I was just sipping on... Lots of gin. Gin and tonic. Sipping Not gin and juice. Gin and, and tonic, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, like I don't remember going to bed or anything. It was just in my house. It was <laughs> real weird. Well, I'll tell you what, you were a joy to watch the film with, because you... You had a different read on it from anything I've seen before. It felt like a different one. You fluctuated between wildly enjoying, yeah. cackling away at some of the gags, yeah. and just pure despondency at how lazy... You kept you kept referring to how... La- you were really taken <laughs> aback by how lazy some of the writing was. Yeah, man. Big time. And it seemed funny to me, because it's like, dude, you, you know this now. <laughs> but you were really affected by it. That's the cool thing about having such a terrible memory. Things things seem new that aren't new, you know. That probably is a, a, a useful tool for watching for this. this movie. It's a good voyage. Hell of a voyage. When you're this hungover. I I have almost, like I've been right on the verge of vomiting three times and it's barely noon. You know? <laughs> you're a class act, mate. Sorry. I don't, think people, I don't think people tune in to listen to you go, oh, I've almost, oh. Here's the thing about the movie. It sucks. And people have been asking whether they should watch it. And the answer is no. And we've watched it now 42 times. And there's 10 left. And I don't want to do it anymore. I feel like Peter Dante must have felt. Except we don't get paid, you know? Peter Dante loves these movies. He does These are his bread and butter, bro. Nah. I watched a lot of, I've watched a lot of Peter Dante on YouTube recently. I watched one. He's a lacrosse coach. I told you that? Yeah. I watched one where he, he was talking about, he was getting interviewed by like some guy. About coaching high school lacrosse. Yeah, I've seen that interview too. <laughs> I've seen that obscure YouTube interview with Grown Ups 2 co-star... Uh, Peter Dante. Peter Dante as well. Guy. Yeah. Because that's how we fill our days now. Just everything on the peripheral of this movie Peter is how Don- we occupy Peter Dante, if you are at work right now and you've got a spare five minutes... Just look up Peter Dante and click on the hyperlinks, whatever comes up. He is an interesting dude. <laughs> yes. Real fascinating. Isn't he? He's quite pro-marijuana... Laura real, Fortnite. real pro marijuana. All he does is just retweet stuff about buds. That's awesome. And um, but yeah, he's there's been some controversy around him with uh, he's using inappropriate words in public. Which what do you mean? It doesn't strike. It seems really out of character for Peter because he's he's, he's really a, well he's spoken. A, he's a Buddhist stoner. What kind of words are you talking about? Like the N word? Yeah, like I str- think so. Really? Yeah, slurs. Oh my goodness. 
Peter. Peter. Come on, mate. Our mate Peter. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kind of over toying around with the idea today of... Um probably shouldn't put it on the podcast, going to anyway, writing an entire script for Grown Ups 3. You definitely shouldn't have put that on the podcast. Why? No, you're, you're creating a sense... Right now, in this room, you're creating a sense of obligation between us. I know, that's the beauty of it, Guy. It's like when we started doing the podcast, because we were talking about doing the podcast, and I said, cool, we'll do it tomorrow. And you were like, what? And I was like, yeah, if you don't, you know jump in front foot this thing things. if you don't front foot this thing you know who knows where you'll be you might not have watched Grown Ups 40 Grown Ups 2 42 times exactly and you're saying that this is a better better place to be in what you're saying you that lost you, me well you're saying that by doing that you've done a good thing for our lives and that we now we've front oh, footed it and we have watched the movie 42 times mm, touche sometimes sometimes touche. these rash snap decisions actually come come back to bite you on the ass Tim God tell me about it tell me and my credit card all about it Guy Montgomery because <laughs> neither of us feel very good right now you and your finances God they're in, they're in pretty dire let's talk about the, the movie moment. oh yeah okay Grown Ups 2 is it's name it stars everyone you've never heard of or liked everyone or, you've heard of and liked heard of. Um, what I was thinking about when we watched the movie today is Adam Sandler's a genius and the reason for that is he's just assembled these representatives from different market segments. Little mascots. Give examples. Taylor Lautner, Teen Market, Dunn, the guy whose name we haven't found out, who's Trunks. one of the frat boys <laughs> who I named Trunks today. Um, that's your YouTube market, so you've got your online quadrant. Um, Kevin James for overweight people, Chris Rock for black people, Adam Sandler for sadomasochists. Um <laughs> So you th- Selma Hayek so for dudes who are like... You think they've knowingly cast to a, a wide variety of markets. But like solely. Yeah. It's not just a consideration. It's the movie. The, like that's oh, all the oh, movie see, that's, that's the and whole then, premise. So they get these mascots of market quadrants and then to fill in the oxygen between those atoms, they just insert so much product placement. You feel like maybe you zoned out and you are in a Kmart all of a sudden. Like, if I saw this at the cinemas and I was feeling as whatever the opposite of lucid is as I feel right now after my gin bender from last night, I might actually have a moment of thinking that I have wandered into a Kmart but don't remember driving in. 
And now I'm just like, what am I doing at this fucking Kmart? I thought I was going to a movie, but it's not a movie, bro. It's market quadrants, mascots, and product placement. Well, that was a delight to watch Unravel. Uh, You've been watching me Unravel for the last three hours, brother. (laughs) This has been one of my most enjoyable screens of the movie because Tim, I cannot explain this to you enough, is just, he's all over the place. He's, um... Your brain just was moving like in every direction and it would just stop re- one <laughs> really thought slowly. really abruptly though. Like yeah. it was moving slowly, but you'd stop one thought and you'd just start talking about something. <laughs> Are you talking about during the movie? Yeah. My ramblings. I was rambling about all kinds of things, eh? Yeah. Some of it good, some of it detestable. <laughs> um, I really gravitated toward... Uh, well, I don't know. I was paying a lot of attention to Brayden today. You like Braden though. And to Peter Dante, because we actually stopped the movie mid-watch to watch a <laughs> Peter Dante interview on YouTube, <laughs> which seems kind of silly when you look back at it now. Um, it's a pretty funny thing to do. <laughs> you really wanted to see the clip, though, so we had to pause yeah. the movie. Uh, Adam uh, comes back to his hometown, and, uh, and me and Shaq. Me and Shaquille and me and Shaq. Are, are cops. He really likes Shaq. He said that being, him and Shaq were best, it was like new best friends within five minutes. And what that's I wonder, it's really intense. And I wonder if we interviewed Shaquille O'Neal about that, whether or not he'd say the same thing. He's like, uh, Peter was bringing a really high intensity to the friendship. <laughs> it was actually quite unnerving. The dude was stoned all the time. I've never seen such a wiry stone dude before. I think he might be stoned in that interview. Yeah, he's, he not, looks, he's muscly, he man. Pretty, he's too muscly. He's always man. got his kit off. Have, we, have you seen Grandma's Boy? Nah, I haven't. I heard it's real funny though. It's like legitimately. It's really good. funny. Is that Sandberg? Is he in that? No, no, no. It's the the teacher. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. He's the lead. Oh, great. Uh, and I can't remember the fucking point. Okay, doesn't need one guy. <laughs> That's all good. It was it's, really annoying. I was really enjoying that. I was just thinking I was just reminiscing about Grandma's Boy. Oh, Peter Dante in it. Yeah. He plays this real stone guy with a monkey and he's like always, he's naked. It's so funny. And he makes the monkey drive a car because <laughs> he's too stoned to drive. <laughs> that's cool. See, that's classic, funny. Why can't there be more Peter of Dante. that in the, in the grown-ups too? There's another thing you were craving today, Tim, is you, you, you're, you are so hungover and mm. stubborn uh, and single-minded that you're watching the movie and you're becoming genuinely frustrated when gags played out as they have every week preceding this week. Like, you were hungover enough to expect different lines to come out of the actors' mouths. Yeah. And I was disappointed when it didn't happen. Not once. And I got real silly and angry. Well, of course not once because it doesn't make any fucking sense. My expectation was... It's unrealistic. flawed. Like, it, it's illogical. Is it's it, a recorded movie. Well, is there anything that you remember enjoying... During the movie today? That was a weird thought to come to my head. Are there any aeroplanes in this movie? I don't think so, eh? No. Do you like that? I like that there are no aeroplanes in the film. I like that there's no aircraft um, in this motion picture. Okay. Pretty obscure, but entirely valid. Uh, <laughs> How about you, Guy? Is there anything you really enjoyed about this? Well, this is, I guess, quite, these, are, these are shining lights, I guess. And mine was... Uh, it's, I always find it hilarious. Paul Hudson, who's the squat aerobics teacher, he actually had a really strong performance today. Uh, in, the, today. in the squat aerobics, you were gym. doing the thing that you were casting dispersions on me for doing. I know, but he had a really strong showing today. You know, when he walks in the gym and he's like, uh, "Welcome to Squat Aerobics Fitness 101." He's like, uh, "I wish they." Uh, yeah, I don't know why they called it that, but, but they that's, made what, me say that's like, what they told me to say. Yeah, that's what they told me to say. Fuck, I was. Tearing up, yeah. I was crying with laughter at that line today. But then I've always found his ridiculous um, 
fight scene, like his really over choreographed fight scene to be very funny. And today I noticed because he did a really dope kick at the start, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually pretty cool." Yeah. And then halfway through, it, he does just a full blown star jump. Yeah. He like does. as an exit from one of his motions, he does a full blown star jump, and I like to think he was just like thinking to himself, or he had a bet with his friend that he'll be able to do a star jump in the middle of a fight routine. And he fucking did and too. Did. So I hope he got that money off his bros. It's quite an uplifting um, gesture as well, a star jump. It feels good. And they keep you fit. Star jumps? Yeah. Are they jarring? Because people say that like jogging is bad for you, bad for your joints. I can believe that. I can believe that too. That's why everyone should swim. I'm a bad swimmer though, so I guess I won't. Swimming is good for you. Um, Tennis players' joints take a hammering. Oh, man. fuck, would they what? They brought, like, they're, think of how fast they're accelerating to, and then they're stopping on a dime. Tennis players' like bodies are the hottest bodies. When though, you're running, I, I think reckon. you put three times, three, it's three times your body weight Shit. on every footstep. So fucking they're charging around probably dropping five times their body weight on a joint, like just relentlessly God. for like four or five hours sometimes. Oh man, that's too much. Like Rafael Nadal has got the knees of a 75 year old. But he's still playing. Those knees have lived, man. They've this seen some things. shit. Um, would you get a knee replacement, bro, when you get old? What do you mean, if I needed one? Yeah. If I, yeah, if I could afford it, of course. It seems like an obscure question. Like it's just a given that you would get it? Is that what you're inferring? Well, like you're saying in a hypothetical situation, if I if my knee blew out when mm. I was older mm. and, I, and I needed a replacement, would I get the replacement? Mm-hmm. There's only one answer to that question, yes. Because you could be in a wheelchair and you could be like that guy, the Vietnam vet and Forrest Gump, rolling around just being real bitter about everything. That's an alternative. But the, the, they didn't have the same technology in the in the 90s. So it was probably less realistic for him, especially after Vietnam, it was probably less realistic for him to get... Also unrealistic because his leg blew off, so I don't think a knee replacement would even work on <laughs> what him. What are you even talking about? Oh boy, oh boy What a ride we're on We are like We are so far down the rabbit hole right now Yeah I feel like What's happening specifically in this podcast with you Yes You are as far down the rabbit hole as you've been Yeah (laughs) Yeah You're not wrong What does it feel like? You're really Like you're hungover enough that you're quite lucid I think What does it feel like? I need to pull out What are you thinking about? I don't know Nothing and everything (laughs) We need to we need to jump in the Steve Buscemi mystery tour bus. Okay, and get me out of here, bro. Okay, because well, the deafening sound of my own thoughts are <laughs> a very scary thing to be left alone okay. with. All right, you are starting to freak me out. So, all aboard the bus! <laughs> Roll up! Roll, Roll up, up for the mystery tour! <laughs> Roll, Roll up! up. It's an inspiration. Roll, Roll up for the mystery tour. tour. The, the Steve Buscemi Mystery Tour is coming to take you away. Coming to take you away. Take you today. Steve Buscemi was at the supermarket going for a shop with his wife. Mm. Chris Rock mm. worked at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi has this weird thing he likes to do mm-hmm. where he walks up and down the condiments aisle mm-hmm. fingering the mayonnaise. Uh-huh. Steve Buscemi loves to finger the mayonnaise. Yeah. He just walks down the supermarket. He takes out the first first jar of mayonnaise. Best foods because yes. they paid a lot of money. 
He fingers the best food's mayonnaise. Yeah. He puts it back. He yeah. goes on to the next jar. Love it. And so on and so forth. Love it. Steve Buscemi has fingered over 73 jars of mayonnaise. Oh, that's weird. And Chris Rock walks around the corner. Uh. And what should Steve Buscemi be doing? Is he? But fingering his 75th <laughs> jar of mayonnaise. He's been caught creamy-handed. He's been caught creamy-handed in the mayonnaise aisle with the mayonnaise. He's got his hand in the cookie jar, but it's a mayonnaise jar. And Chris Rock's specific role at the supermarket is mayonnaise security. <laughs> Fuck, all right. So this is not a good look for Chris Rock, professionally. Like cousin spin-off film to Mall Cop. So Chris Rock sees what Steve Buscemi is doing to the mayonnaise. Mayo guard, that's what it would be called. Mayo guard. And he, he takes on Steve Buscemi. Uh, they fight. Yeah, they fight. They get he, he tackles him. He sees him and he goes, Now let's get busy! And he charges down the mayonnaise aisle at Steve Buscemi and tackles him into a large Best Foods mayonnaise display. Thank you very much, Best Foods. When you think of mayonnaise, you probably think of Best Foods. The mayonnaise jars have not been closed. The lids haven't been put on them properly, so they all go flying off, oh. and they are coated. These oh. two are literally head-to-toe dripping oh. in mayonnaise. Oh, my God. They have this phenomenal wrestle, and just when it looks like Steve Buscemi, after about five minutes of, of intense, sweaty, heavy, slightly erotic, actually, oh. mayonnaise wrestling in the supermarket, Okay, Steve Buscemi is sitting on top of Chris Rock with his legs either side, Yeah, and he says... And he says, now that is a touchdown. And as he puts his arms up to say, now that is a touchdown, this huge novelty-sized Best Foods mayonnaise jar, which was like sort of a precarious position as a display behind them, which has been in the background of shot, but they just haven't touched it, like tilts and falls down very specifically on his body and his arms are in the air doing the touchdown position. It crushes his body onto Chris Rock's. Chris Rock is fine. But Steve Buscemi's arms become broken oh. in that position, and he only has 40% feeling in his body as well. Wow. Wow. I felt like I was there, guy. Some really good picture painting with my mind. Good, eh? Well, that was the Steve Buscemi mystery tour for this week. And what a tour it was. What's our other feature? I've forgotten. But Hold on. Tells What's me. that? Is it a knock at the door? Who's that? Who's, who's, that looks like a cool dude. Who's that? Who's that at the door? It's Patty! It's who? It's Patty! It's who? It's... Patty Schwartz! Party time! It's Patty Schwartz! Party time! It's Patty Schwartz! He's running around your house on a Jaguar with an ocelot in his hands! Paddy Schwartz, ocelots everywhere, ocelots in my pants, Paddy Schwartz, get this ocelots out my trousers. Ocelot solo. Patrick Schwarzenegger is in the film. He is in Grown Ups too. He is covering the lucrative used to be a governor's son market. <laughs> and uh, every week we like to explore the fascinating life and times of Paddy Schwartz in a segment called Paddy Schwartz Party Time. Sometimes we talk about things he's doing in the movie. That's how the sort of part of the podcast began. But things have been getting a little bit meta the last few weeks, and we've been delving into Paddy Schwartz's right. real life, in real life, news has dating le- Miley Cyrus. News has leaked that Paddy Schwartz... Buying pizza locations. ...is actually a party animal. Uh, and, of course, this segment is brought to you 
by Blaze Pizza. Blaze official, Pizza. Official sponsor of the podcast, Blaze Pizza. I say official. Uh, they haven't fronted us any money, but... Hey, dudes, do us a favour. Do us a real solid. Take a photo of your stuff if you can. Or actually just Photoshop one of you with a Blaze Pizza box or a slice. Something with their logo in it. And tweet them... And us as well. So what we'll do is like advertising, but in reverse. So we'll ask them for money well, when heaps after, of people just start. After the fact. Heaps of people just start it's a unique, tweeting them. It's a unique model, but I think it <laughs> might work. I think this one's got legs, Tim. It's like um, the worst. I was going to say it's the worst idea. That's the name of this podcast. It's, it's the worst idea for advertising ever. Well, I mean, it would only be appropriate if it was spawned from the worst idea If you idea were a company... Time. And some douchebags on the internet just started tweeting randomly, and then some other different douchebags went, can you give us some money now? <laughs> like, that's not how it fucking works, eh? No, I don't... What are those douchebags, you guys? I don't think that works. You and I. But, Lord I mean, I don't dicks. think it's inconceivable we could get them on board as a sponsor. Anything's They possible. favorited a tweet someone sent. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> they favorited a tweet! We're in now, buddy! Yeah, that's right. That's how it starts. Patty Schwartz, party time. What was your favourite bit of Patty Schwartz in or out of the movie this week, Guy Montgomery? Patty Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I love that. It's real good. Patrick Schwarzenegger. He should do like a really hammy stand-up comedy character called Patrick Schwarzenegger. And he goes on stage pretending to be the Terminator. That'd be so weird. But he does like a deliberately really bad impression of his father. Fuck, that's odd. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, there's water no. everywhere. <laughs> I've knocked over the water. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> that's okay. I'm more worried about these electric Oh, yeah, cables. the cables. That'll, that's not a thing you want with pad. <laughs> I'll get a towel. Don't tell get us. a towel. Leave it. No, Leave tell it. it. No, I must. It's water on the floor. It's got to be mopped up. It's, We're doing a podcast. Yeah, I know. It'll only take a sec. We're in the middle of a conversation. Okay, fine. The water stays. Tell me what you're... It's a wooden floor. Paddy Schwartz party time. The water's not going anywhere. I just smashed my head on, on this couch. You're a hot mess, Tim Bat. <laughs> I sure am. And I love you for it. Now, uh, Patrick, Schwartz. Patrick Schwarzenegger uh, was really good in the movie today. A lot, a lot like Paul Hudson. I feel like he really brought the noise. Uh, and just the whole performance. I don't think we've mentioned it before, but front to back, top to bottom, Patrick Schwarzenegger is a pure scene stealer. He comes into this movie essentially an unknown entity as an actor, mm. and he just steals scenes left, right, and centre. He leaves a silver screen legend. He, he, he leaves nothing in the tank at the end of a day on set. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We should have, yeah, I mean, because a lot of people are on online at the moment, on the interwebs, are talking about how much of a party animal Party Schwartz is. And I guess we... Party Schwartzenator. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? <laughs> this is name now. Party Schwartzenator. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know about that, man. Patty Schwarzenegger. Hi, my name is Patty Schwarzenegger. I will be back. <laughs> I'm already back. Uh, m- my dad, Arnold Sch- Schwarzenegger. You're on Borat on it. Pull up. I can't. Pull up. But that's the idea. I'm pitching this to him, if you're listening. Patty. Patty. <laughs> Patty, are you there? Party Schwarzenegger is such a funny name. <laughs> Party Schwarzenegger. Um, okay, so Chris Rock is doing a lot of interviews at the moment. Chris Rock is burning up right now. Fuck, I love Chris Rock. Yeah. I, I, do you know what, though? I listened to one yesterday of him on Bullseye. What's Bullseye? Hey, this is Bullseye. I'm Jesse Thorne. Is that his name? Uh, it's a podcast. It's like a culture podcast. Yeah. But it's kind of... It's okay. Um, but... Chris Rock seemed a little cold on that one, but then there was an amazing interview with John Cleese, which was lots longer and very interesting. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, wait, you were talking about... Oh, he did it. Someone, someone, someone tweeted... Sent a, they he tweeted he did an interview on Fallon as part of his Media Blitz for Top 5. If anyone's seen it, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I hear it's really good. Top 5, the movie, the new yeah, Chris Rock yeah. movie it's that not he a, made himself. It's not out here. That he wrote but on the set Yeah, he did, he did. There was a good anecdote in it, uh, and someone pointed this out to us. Uh, we're in Jimmy's asking about the sort of uh, initial writing phases of top five and Chris is saying he was on the set of Grown Ups 2 uh, and he had a lot of downtime and it, it was like it wasn't his movie and he doesn't explicitly say anything this is getting real conspiracy theory vibes now but he doesn't say anything but he sort of alludes to the fact that he wasn't like I don't think he was enjoying himself as a performer or an artist on this particular project as the, as the body language and the sort of the implication of what's being said. Uh, and, and from that, Top 5 was born. But it's like, yeah, and that's, that's the whole story. It's not really a very good story, is it? No, it is. I mean, it's okay no, no, when no, he tells it, it. And here's why. Because Chris Rock is, is actually quite a... He's a dude who wants to do things well. So it's yeah. interesting that he's in Grown Ups too. Because when he was on this interview that I listened to yesterday, he was talking. He's directed two movies. Let's go to prison, I think. No, I think I love my wife. I think I love my wife is one, and something like Head of State. Did he direct that? Oh, maybe you're right. I don't think he's done a movie with the word prison in the title. I think it is though. Let's go to jail. Let's go to any who's. But he was talking about how he doesn't fully like he he he. They could have been better. Because he, as a director, didn't have like the chops. Yeah. At that point, and he he was very nice. He says that everyone gave great performances and stuff. But, Man, I hope I'm talking about Chris Rock. This might be a different interview for a completely different person. I'm thinking of. It's entirely possible. You have a brain <laughs> like a sieve. Yeah, it's insane. What is even going on today? Eh? Fucking hell. I feel I feel like I've really lost my grip. 
Yeah, I feel like you are losing your grip too. It's quite good. Like, it's a pretty unique day. Like, essentially, I'm going to um, hyperbolize your night just for the sake of it. But let's say you drank a liter of gin, mm. woke up, and watched Grown Ups 2 for the 42nd <laughs> time. Let's yeah. just say someone is watching that without yeah. any context. Yeah. Well, that, is a, no, that is a man who has lost grip. It sounds bad. Inarguably. On paper. If you, put, if you run the sequences of the last sort of 12 hours together, mm. you're a shambles. You're right, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm Guy Montgomery. I participate in stand-up comedy nights on a Thursday, and then I get up and go to brunch with my cousin, <laughs> and I'm out of bed before 10. Well, well I'm sorry we're not all captains <laughs> of industry, mate. You know, some of us just want to get some fucking sleep because we had <laughs> out-of-the-blue gin bender from the night prior. You know, just let us sleep. On behalf of slackers everywhere, just leave us the fuck alone. This isn't You're about like the this man. Isn't, I'm not attacking. You're the man. I'm not I'm attacking your. I'm right not now. attacking your. Attacking your lifestyle. You are. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to highlight to you this last twelve hours. I feel like I have drank a liter of gin though, which is too much. <laughs> You're quite aggressive then. It's I mean, I think there's gin. still some gin rattling around your bones. <laughs> to be sure. To be sure. I, people say that when you drink too much gin, um, you cry, like it makes you emotional. And I, I've never had that. I quite like gin. I like the taste of the gin. And I like gin-based drinks. Hot tip about Tim Bat, uh, his favorite cocktail is a Tom Collins. That's a gin-based cocktail. What else is in it? Um, simple syrup, lemon, soda water, ice. And simple syrup is just equal parts water and sugar. So it's quite an easy cocktail, but you've got to really nail the uh, parts the quantities to, to get it good. Anywho's um, in the shower today after I'd almost thrown up once and then cleaned all the hair out of the drain and then almost thrown up again. I was really emotional in the shower and I thought I was, I, I felt on the verge of crying for the first time in quite a long time. It was weird. Is that when I was on the way over? Yeah, man. You kind of woke me up. I definitely woke you up. Yeah. Reminding me that we had uh, arranged to uh, watch the movie this morning. And also, I'd just like to say, uh, apologies again that we didn't get Tanya. Oh, yeah. Where are you, Tans? I don't think she's listening. I don't think she is either, bro. One day. Um, well, I'd say that's about it from us this week. No. More. What do you want? I want to hear from you your three favourite... <laughs> Zooms from Grown Ups 2. My favourite Zoom, the fit one that springs into my mind immediately, is yes. the crash Zoom on Kevin James uh, at the pool party after Shaq breaks the diving board. Because it, oh, it's got a nice choice. It's got a real, um, it's got a real sort of grainy, authentic, sort of over the shoulder vibe to it. It doesn't feel like it was on sticks. It feels sort of like a steady cam. Yeah, uh, and it just it provides a real nice kind of uh, change of tone. I feel. Um, to, to the film which otherwise it feels like a pretty staged party scene so that's On definitely sticks. listen to you my favourite zoom what would you do you have another two I'm really impressed at the uh, speed at which you came up obviously the second zoom would probably be Braden Higgins on the Lilo ah oh. just a real nice slow slow moving summertime kind of zoom real summertime vibes really weird <gasps> Do you know what song I listened to the other day? What? I love you always, forever, near and far, close and together. Fuck, it's so good, bro. Everything I will forever. Oh, we both went high. We've got to, we've got to, um, oh, fuck. What's the legality around that? Can we just play a little snippet of that song now? 
Well, we've been playing Ario Speedway again. Yeah. Just, um, okay. Here, we'll just play. We'll just play the chorus. This song. We're going to play the chorus. Near and far and always, never so nice and everything. You got it. Yeah, I got you it. You got it. Ah, oh, that is a really good song. And then my third favorite Zoom. I can't think of a third Zoom. You've done so well, bro. Don't um like get down on yourself because I threw that at you out of nowhere, and you've done really well. Thanks. Um, We're such good friends. <laughs> we are now a friendship forged in the fires of of a bad and the film fires of hell, the fiery bells of Lucifer's house. Hell. You're describing grown-ups too as a Hades-style situation, nah. the underworld. You know what? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just we've watched it too many times. You know what, guys? It is unfair. It's an unfair thing to do. The movie's ridiculous and very bad, but it's a really unfair thing to do to just get, just fucking just hammer it. You know? I think like, I think the reason it's okay though is it is equally as unfair on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. It's it's martyrdom. But we're dragging someone else with us. You can't call it martyrdom. Yeah, it is. What we're doing is martyrdom. It totally is. It's almost the definition. It's self-flagellation to like pretend that we're cool. We're not cool. We're just fuckwits watching this movie over and over. No, a martyr is like, you remember a martyr is a good person. A real martyr for the cause is like... Yeah, but you can someone who did, someone who is context. noble. Nah, yeah, but you, you can kind of use it almost to mean the opposite as but well. Like, like the correlation bit, is noble. Like, it's positive. No, I think the connotation is is neat. It's like, oh, you're being such a martyr. It's like people who go, oh, well, I'll do the dishes. It's like, oh, you martyr. You oh, I can see that. Yeah, there's two sides to every every coin, every story. Two sides to every story. It's a lyric from Mathematics by Most Def. It's one of my favorite good favorite Most Def songs. He's so talented, Most Def. I saw him recently at Western Springs. He really brought the heat. He performs under Yasin Bay now, but he pretty much played like an hour-long medley of his greatest hits. He would have played like seven seven songs from, um, I can't remember the name of the album now. Just back to back to back to back. Like yeah, combined. Yeah, like a concert. So <laughs> he, he came out here and just performed his music. No, it was no, crazy. no. When you say medley. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he was chopping. Continuous. There was some chop-ups. He had to take that. Eminem did that. When I saw him at Western Look, this, Springs. Mate, this is, we're too far off the rails. we got to leave. I feel so sick, bro. I'm probably going to vomit. Thank you very much for listening. Like us on Facebook if you haven't already. That was episode 42, The Worst Idea of All Time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.